Okay, let's get in a podcast on the Parsha. So in this week's Haftarah, we, I think, we read from Sefer Amos and Treyasar. Unless it's Acherimus by itself, but it's definitely connected to Acherimus. Uh, it's very confusing, actually, in the back of the of the Chumash, which Haftarah we learned this week. I'm not a Balkari, I'm sure the Balkari do know which Haftarah we learned this week. But anyway, oh, before we start the, talking about the parasha, I heard her Gishmaka riddle, I think. Now, it could be a very simple answer, because Lamaisa, I think that the chance of getting it right are 1 in 11, but as long as we can't confer with each other, there's no way of, you know, if you guess and you guess wrong, then you have to just have a, then it's one, then, it, then it's, you know, 1 out of 10 chances, you'll see what the question is. But, um, but, I think it's a pretty good, pretty good riddle. Um, Happens to be someone I asked it to my wife. She knew the answer right away, but that was because she was listening to the same um, share that I was listening to where I heard the riddle. Um, but here's the riddle: Which two shvatim are compared to a lion? Could be a balkari. We get this one fast, also. I don't know which two shvatim are compared to a lion, and that was just a hint, I guess. Um, so Amos. Back to the Aftera. Amos was a wealthy cattle and timber merchant owner by trade. Which is interesting to note that many, many, many of the Nevi'im, basically it was like a prerequisite, um, were very wealthy, including Devorah, Hanaviyah. Um, they were wealthy. Y- Yeshaya was, uh, was, uh, was, uh, was even royalty. Um, so he was a wealthy cattle merchant and he risked the ire of the king of Israel and his corrupt advisors to warn them that their wayward behavior would lead to their destruction. By the way, if you ever are wondering um, about the fancy words I sometimes use, I wrote those words. Sometimes I actually read pieces of things I wrote in the past and it's easier to formulate what I want to say by reading what what I used to, what I said back then. So that's why I sometimes speak in a, with a more uh, fancier way. The commentaries, that's the Mepharshim, explain to us that the reason why we read from Sefer Amos on the week of Pasha Zacharemes is because the first topic in Amos is very similar to a discussion, to a topic discussed at the end of this week's Pasha. At the end of the Pasha, the Torah discusses various abominable actions committed by the nations. And the Torah says, tells us to stay far away from these behaviors lest the land of Eretz Yisrael spit us out. And the Aftairah starts with a warning to call Yisrael that their behavior resembled that of the nations and the punishment will be the land spitting them out as mentioned in the Torah would occur. However, on a more positive note, the second half of the Aftairah tells us the purpose of Golis. The Navi tells us that Golas will serve as a purification process, sifting out the shortcomings of Kalah Yisrael, which is something to think about. When the process is completed, Hashem will restore the Sukkah's David and reestablish the kingdom of David HaMelech. At that point, we can return to the land and rebuild it. The Nebu of Amos is in actuality relating to us what our very mission is today. We're already dispersed throughout the Golas in a world of decadence and grime aptly referred to as abominations, right? A world full of decadence, grime, immorality, and crime. Our task is quite clear 
it's to purify ourselves and become ready for the kingdom of David to be reestablished. Now, it's clear that's our path. It's just sometimes very hard, especially wondering why, like, what type of cleansing process this is when we live in the utter depths of ich. I had one or two thoughts on this subject that I'm going to try to share. First of all, first of all, there's always that lesson of the Chafetz Chaim that he said nowadays we're we're in a situation where every mitzvah done is so precious in any form, shape, way, shape, or form because it's so deep, dark gullus that any mitzvah we could we could we could pull out of this depth of darkness is that much more precious because of its rarity. So. It could be that we're getting that we're that part of it is we're getting these these, these es- essences of mitzvah, but I was thinking something a little different. That for many many years of Gaulus we lived separate from all the Gaim. and while there's opportunities to clean, I just had to. It's very. It's not a situation we to put ourselves into, but. Hashem did cause Napoleon to rip down the ghetto walls in the 1800s for some purpose that we don't know. And this state that we live in, this matzav that we live in, in this mixed state, is the Ratzon Hashem. So what we have to understand is how is that helping us reach our goals of purification? And what you could look around and see is that, yeah, in the ghetto, you didn't say you didn't, fine. But now... When someone stays a Yid in this country or in any country with all sorts of disgustingness at his fingertips, that's a, that's a purification. He's showing what he wants. He's choosing. So yeah, you could live in, you could live in Europe in the 1600s in a ghetto with, with no rights. Of course you stay from. Is that a purification or just isolation? Not that you should choose this. If you could have the option to go and become a Yerushalmi and Meisharim, a couple you should do that. But, with everything said, and and you being where you, ha- where you have to be, because that's where you're supposed to be, and from your under- basic understanding, right, you can't... I've asked Rabbanim, I mean, one day I hope still to move there, but I've asked, and in the situation I was in at that point, is, no, it's not for you to move. So, staying in this situation, right, any given person, they're fighting. And someone who chooses to say, no, right, I, I heard someone chose, I don't want to go into work, I'm staying in my house because the work environment is too improper for me. People who do that, people who go on trains, they, they, miss, they miss the rush, they won't, won't go rush hours. They'll go in the middle of the day and come back later early because they don't want to be on the train in the, in the, in when, it's, when, it's, when it's prime time because there's too much schmutz. There's people who, people who I know in yeshivas that I'm in and there's a big, a lot of people are give, giving up their smartphones and getting flip phones. Why? All is that they're choosing the path of a more pure path. path. They're purifying themselves. Yeah, in, in, in a ghetto, you're more pure. It's true. It's true. But is that purification? Is that pulling out that, 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 that pure, that, that pure person? Or it's keeping you to a certain level? We don't want to, we don't. We're not, Yisro, we're not, that, we don't follow the Yisro Mahalak to throw people into a situation. But we're in a situation. So now, in the world we live in, if you could rise and steig in your Ruchnius, and yeah, you're, you're, you are accomplishing 
what 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 Amos is laying out for us as the is the is is the goal. You're holding strong and you're purifying yourself. You are following that 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 plan. So while it may seem hard to understand, it's not so hard to understand because if you look around and you see that when you what you're fighting against and you're winning sometimes, hopefully a lot of times, then you are accomplishing that goal. And it's Hashem. With the help of Hashem in battling against the what this world represents in impurity, we'll continue to purify ourselves in the world and be able to go back to Eretz Yisrael. As Sefer Amos concludes, telling us of Kal Yisrael's return and the building of the land, rebuilding of the land, at the time Hashem says, I shall implant them on their land, they will not be uprooted again, for upon their land that I have given them, says Hashem, your Hashem, Kal Yisrael will be Zecha then to stay in Eretz Yisrael forever. And we merit these Yamim Bayim, referred to in our Aftairah, very soon. Good Shabbos. And yes, I did not answer either riddle yet. I'm waiting for someone to actually ask me, but watch the answer to the riddle, because that makes it much more fun. Goodbye.